Jitterbugs, The Annex, Flashbacks, Headliners, KSAU 90.1. All that involves Stephen F. Austin State University, also known as SFA, in good old Nacogdoches, Texas. Now, if you're wondering where that's at, don't worry. We talk about it here on the episode. But that's the college that I attended, and I have a lot of fun stories from my time in college, and I decided to talk about it on this week's episode. But I knew I couldn't do it alone. I had to bring on a friend that could reminisce with me and go down memory lane of our times at SFA. So I brought on my good friend Tammy, who I met back in 2005 at SFA. That's right, a 16-year friendship that's still going strong, and she was more than happy to join me this week to reminisce about our times at SFA right here on the Genteel Life Podcast. We're with another edition of the Genteel Life Podcast. Another week, another thing to talk about, and a couple weeks ago, I felt nostalgic, I guess you could say, uh, about college. And in my brain, I was like, man, college was a lot of fun. It's never a bad thing to talk about college. And I thought, okay, let's talk college, but I can't do it by myself because I mean, yes, I have some fun stories, but I have friends who have fun stories and a name popped in my head. And that name was my friend, Tammy, who's on the call right now. So if you're watching, that's who that is. That is Tammy Dudek. Uh, back in the day was Friedrich. Friedrich, is that how you say it? So Friedrich, close enough. Friedrich. See, Friedrich to Dudek. So you still kind of had the Eck in there. So you're good. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know people butcher your names like mine. I, I, I get it. That's why I was like, let me double check that again. So I would, yep, been living with it my whole life. Yeah, I understand. That's why I would just call you Tammy. I never called you by your last name ever. <laughs> like, hey, Tammy. Uh, <laughs> so I have Tammy on the show here today because we both went to the same college and we both have a guest. That's right, Axum Jacks, uh, which you probably think, what the hell is If you don't know us and you're listening or watching this, you're thinking, what the hell is Axum Jacks? Well, her and I went to a lovely college called Stephen F. Austin State University, also known as SFA. And I'm sure you're, most people are thinking, what the hell is SFA? So if you're watching this on the podcast right now, there's my background. That's SFA, okay? We're purple, we're white. That little, there we go. That little star that you see, that's where it is. And you're thinking, that's in the middle of nowhere. You're right. <laughs> it's in the middle of nowhere. And a small town called Nacogdoches, Texas is where it's from. Good accent. And if you're like, where the hell is that? It's near Lufkin. So if you know where Lufkin is, it's in that general area. So- I decided to have my good friend Tammy on because she went to SFA. We have some fun stories we can share about our friendship and our time there. So Tammy, thank you for coming on the show. Welcome. Thank you. <laughs> I'm longtime listener, first time guest. So yes. really excited to um, be joining the ranks of, you know, co-host. Am I a co-host or am I just a guest? Right. I promoted myself to co-host really quickly. You know, I feel like co-host is a lot better. Actually, I'm glad you said that because now when I reach out to friends, I'm like, hey, would you like to help co-host with me today? Like, there you go. You're I, welcome. I think, that's a, I think that's a better way to put it. It's like, would you like to co-host with me today? There you go. <laughs> Not be a guest. Would you like to co-host? Yeah, because, well, my friend Ashley, who did the movie tournament with me for like months, you know, I might as well just call her my co-host. I don't even know why I called her a guest. So now I feel bad. So. Yeah. You can <laughs> so go Ashley back and listening. label her as co-host. So Ashley, you're you're definitely a co-host. You've been on more than anybody <laughs> on this show. You're <laughs> <a> wife <laughs> type of thing. So that's <laughs> Uh, that's that's what that is but uh, but yeah you know college was I think college is fun for everybody I feel like everybody has the same memory of college and the same experiences but they are different you know because everybody has different paths of how they got there so um, for me I'll, I'll, I'll explain how I got to SFA and then Tammy I, I want to get your thoughts on how you ended up at SFA because you're from San Antonio 
right? Correct. Yeah, so, yeah. so you're from San Antonio. I'm asking you like, I don't know that. I don't know why. <laughs> like, correct, you're from San Antonio. Yes, I'm like, yes. I, know, I know that. And we're going to get to that later as, as well. <laughs> <laughs> you can see where I'm going with this already. <laughs> you do. <laughs> Listeners and people watching don't know yet. So I went to junior college for a couple of years and I wanted to be a sports center. I wanted to be a sports anchor. You know, that's what I wanted to do. And I went to junior college for a couple of years. I said, all right, I'm going to go to college from there. My plan was to go to, at then it was called Southwest. Um, uh, now it's Texas State out near San Marcos, near Austin. Well, they required a foreign language to be in that major. So I tried to take a foreign language in junior college and I just can't get it. I can't figure it out to save my life. But I tried, I failed miserably. And I said, okay, plan B, is there a school where I can do television as a major and it not require foreign language. Well, it came down to two schools. It was at, now at the time, this is in early 2000s. We didn't have the internet like we did today. There's probably more other schools, but it was SFA and U of H. Why well, lived in Houston? I'm not staying in Houston because my mom even said, oh, you can stay here and commute. Fuck that. I'm out. <laughs> I want to experience college like real life. And so that's how I ended up at SFA. I, I had friends who went there. So I knew where it was at. I knew about the college. It wasn't like, I was like, I can't wait to get to SFA. It was literally a last resort, which is how I ended up there. So that's my story of how I ended up at SFA. So Tammy, what about you? How did you end up at SFA? Yeah, so little known fact, um, SFA was not where I originally um, intended or even went to school. I feel um, like a I, lot of people, that's their stories like that. I just kind of ended up there. <laughs> yeah, so I did in, when I was doing all my college tours in high school, um, I did tour SFA and I did tour um, other colleges. I went to TCU and I actually ended up getting accepted to TCU. And so I started my college career there. Um, so everybody laughs because they're like, you just stick with the schools that are purple. Um, so maybe that was what it is. I don't know. But I went to TCU for a year and a half um, up in Fort Worth. I loved living in Fort Worth, it was great. Um, I don't know that TCU was really the school for me. Um, and so I started looking at new opportunities um, and I was like, well, that SFA place was pretty cool. Um, and so I guess second semester of sophomore year, I packed everything up and I moved to Nacogdoches and I started at SFA. And that is how I ended up there. So, and that was, um, that, yeah, that was in 05, right? Route. That was the spring semester of 05 was your first year there, right? Um, no, you, oh, I thought it was. No, I graduated in 05, unfortunately. Oh, Thanks for dating me. <laughs> oh, I'm about to date me here in a second. Don't worry. <laughs> no, I am. Um, let's see. Class of 01 here. So, um, I went, I guess I started there in, in 2003. So spring gotcha. 03. Okay. 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 So yeah, you got there a semester after I did. Cause I got there in 02. I got there in the fall of 02 is when I got there. Okay. Um, the reason I was thinking is 05. Cause that's when I met you was in the spring of 2005. Mm -hmm. and, uh, we'll get to that here in a second. And you know, it was one of those things where I was like, oh, okay. Is that when you started? Cause here's a class of 2001 didn't graduate in 05. I, I dropped out of college for a couple of years. I didn't get my degree till spring of 2008. Okay. So you're fine. You can graduate <laughs> you shit <laughs> 40 in september tammy come on now <laughs> speaking of which happy early birthday because oh, your birthday is monday so it this is, is like an early birthday gift i can give you come on my show Yay, i love it it's the best <laughs> gift i've gotten so far yes yes that's right until zach you know outdoes me which i know he will so <laughs> hopefully this is not Keep hard to top this, this is not hard to top at all. <laughs> so 
Um, yeah, so the reason I brought up 05, uh, so that's, you know, where I like to go always go into how did we meet each other, right? Anybody that's on the show is like, well, how does Ryan know this person? So I met her in 2005. We were in a radio class and I believe we had our meeting that morning and everybody's picking their shifts. And I picked, I think the one directly right after that. So I get in the studio, I'm starting to DJ, you know, wicked, wicked, throwing in my CDs <laughs> and I'm sitting there and this person comes walking in. This, this lovely lady comes walking in. I can't remember what you walked in for. I think you were walking in to grab something or you were asking a question. And, and I was just like, oh, hi. Like, hello, you're, you're pretty. <laughs> like, and you're talking to me. Oh, shit. Like, <laughs> what do I say? Uh, hi, how you doing? You're what cute. do I say after hi? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm Ryan. Oh, I'm Tammy. Okay. I'm just looking for this. Yeah, it's over there. And I think you walked out and I was like, yeah, she's, yeah, I like her. <laughs> she's cute. <laughs> and that was it. Right. And so, which brings me to, uh, so of course it, it kind of went from there. Obviously we had the class and I think we would talk and, you know, and I, I had that crush on you at the time. And then I want to say it was a few months later for anybody listening that went to SFA, you know, what we're about to talk about here, the annex. Yeah. I'm just going to share my recollection of that night and I'll let you do the same. Fair. <clears throat> so I remember I'm there with friends from work. We were all drinking. We're hanging out. Annex wasn't my place. I'm more of a bar guy. I'm not a club guy. So I go there, we're drinking, and for whatever reason, I see you sitting, I guess it was like on one of the higher up um, sitting places with chairs that like, it's like a big you, you had a big group with you, I think there was like a table in the middle or something, drunkenly, I'm like, oh, I know her, it's Tammy, hi Tammy, and of course that was my liquid courage at the time, so I remember like, yeah, come here, and I'm like, yeah, I can't get to you, um, okay, bye, <laughs> and just awkwardly left, and then I remember standing there, and I feel this tap on my shoulder, and I turn around, and it's you, I was like, oh shit, my brain went, oh God, what do I do? So of course, drunkly, I think we started talking and then I was like, can I have your number? Can I give you a call sometime? So I get your number. And I think I've shared the story with you too, what happens from this. But for those listening, here you go. My friends that I, usually when I make friends with people, they're pretty much assholes in a nice way. Like they like to poke fun because that's who I am. I'm a smart ass. I'll make fun of you. You know, you can make fun of me. It's fine. So I remember they were giving me shit that, oh yeah, you struck out because you were scared. I was like, no, I got a number. Like, no, you didn't. And I was like, yes, I did. And I showed it. Um, I th or maybe you put it in my phone and like, oh no, she fake numbered you. She fake numbered you. And this was like a, like a, maybe like an hour or so later. So I <laughs> drunkenly remember calling you <laughs> literally like what hours after you give me your number. And I'm like, Hey, this is Ryan. We, it's Gentile. I'm just making sure you didn't fake number me. And of course I'm paraphrasing here. Cause I don't remember exactly what I said. I just remember calling you to claim that I'm making sure you didn't fake number me. And I don't think I told you my friends were telling me that. I think I just drunkenly was telling you that. And then it went from there. And, and of course we did day for a few months, you know, and then that's, you know, we kind of went our separate ways. Cause again, you were going places. I was dropping out of college. You know, I was done. My, my life was in shambles. Okay. It wasn't in shambles, but I didn't have my shit together. But that's my recollection of that night. I don't know what yours is, but what is your recollection of that night? <laughs> yeah, I think you're pretty spot on. I mean, I think um, I do remember being at Annex and sitting up on the couches kind of in the, I did they try to make it look like a VIP area? I'm not really sure know. what that was about. <laughs> it's Nacogdoches. They probably did. In the most hick way possible, they tried to make it VIP. 
Yeah, we were not VIP. I think we just got there earlier than everybody else. I think it was like I think it was like a special on drinks if you got there before like seven or some shit. Oh yeah, I was a college kid. I was for I was there for any special on drinks. Yeah, big ass glass night. We'll talk about that in a little bit too. Sure. Yes, but yeah, no, you were right. Like I was sitting there and I do remember feeling really bad because like I was with all my girlfriends and we're hanging out and you like came up and I'm sure that's not intimidating at all to be standing in front of a bunch of girls and then be like sit down oh wait there's no place to sit like, like so oh, I was the that. worst hostess at that point um but yes and then I do I remember talking to you at the bar um and yeah I think all valid like definitely number checked me um I think you know bars closed at the the whopping 12 p.m in Nacogdoches so I'd yes. gone home but we were sitting outside for some reason I just I very clearly remember sitting on the stairs leading up to my apartment yeah. and talking with one of my friends and a phone number coming up that I didn't know mm-hmm. and I was like who is this in the middle of the night and she's like answer it answer it and I'm like okay and so I did. And so probably while your friends are telling you this on your side, she's on this side going, is it him? Did he call you? <laughs> I don't so do yeah. the three-day rule. My drunk ass is like, I'm calling her right now. Yeah. And then I, and it was, I, I don't remember it being a very long conversation, but I do remember hanging up and being like, yeah, he really thought I gave him a fake number. <laughs> I was making sure. Which, here's the thing. Like when you, when you, when like looking back at it, I think I remember even the next day, I was like, oh my God, I just like, we're in the same class. Like I see her all the time. So if she fake numbered me, that would be a little awkward for her, right? Like all she had to say was no. (laughs) Yeah, like all she had to say is like, no, I'm sorry, I'm not interested or I'm not, I'm dating somebody else. Like it might, so of course hindsight's 2020, you know, not that 2020, you know, not last year, but (laughs) Um, but yeah, I just, I remember that. And and I want to say too, like, I think I went talking to you, maybe it was the next day or a couple days later, whatever, next time we saw each other, and I think I apologize. I want to say, I'm sorry for doing that. They're like, no, it's fine. I thought it was cute or something. I was like, okay, maybe I'm in. Okay, let's let's keep hanging out. Let's keep talking. Let's see what happens. And you know, say, like I said, we did for a couple months. And then, but I'm glad it happened that way though. Cause I feel like that, cause I feel like we had more of a, like, not that we didn't like each other, but I feel like it, we had a strong friendship with it. You know, the, like the relationship I felt like came second, not in a bad way, but like, it was more of a friendship. Again, that was my perspective at that time. Cause again, I was in a different headspace in 2005. I was on my way out. I was done with school. I was done with everything. I'm like, fuck this. I'm done. Yeah. And I'm on my way out. So I was like, let's party and let's have fun and everything else. That was my recollection of it. But yeah. Yeah. No, I think you're right. I mean, I think that that's why like we, when we did kind of reconnect, which um, happened later in our professional mm-hmm. lives, like it was like picking up where we left off. Cause it was just like, we yep. could have fun together. Like we could go to the bar, have some mm-hmm. drinks, but we yep. also just could catch up on life and yeah. cool things and i think we just you know we can always talk spurs versus <laughs> that's right that's right um well and i think that because i remember it was a mutual thing it was a mutual separation like hey i get it look you i think you were going to dallas for an internship or you were yeah you were going somewhere to dallas i'm moving back to houston we both like yeah we've only been hanging out for maybe what two months if that oh, like this ain't gonna yeah. work yeah you're right it's not gonna work cool all right well hey mutual breakup see you when i see you cool we'll have a drink yeah. we'll do whatever so add me on facebook yeah that's right. <laughs> which i then i think i didn't really have facebook back then. <laughs> it, was my, it, it was myspace i had myspace oh yeah i didn't get i didn't get facebook i think till 2007 or 8 
Dang. Yeah. So that, that was our MySpace days. That's really <laughs> dating us now. <laughs> Which actually, no, even then I didn't have MySpace till I dropped out of college. So yeah, it was way after. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so, but that's ours. That's the fun story of how we met and we just developed a friendship from there, which uh, I, I feel like we'll get into later years in life. Cause we're here to talk about college, right? Yeah. And SFA. And, you know, I, I feel like everybody has their, like I said earlier, everybody has the same stories. Everybody feels like, you know, oh, I did this in college too, or this, it's the same here. I feel like every college is the same, but they're all different. So Tammy, for you, what stood out most about going to SFA for you? I think the best or the most, um, think, sorry, I'm distracted. If you cannot hear my You're okay. <laughs> I'm definitely like a shiny object child. Um, no, I think what stands out for me the most and probably what makes me the most sad when I go back to Nacogdoches is just, it had this small town feel. You went anywhere. There were cheap drinks, like we already mm -hmm. said, but I think you could go anywhere and you knew people. Um, I have like such great memories from there because I did feel like we lived in this little college bubble. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you, you didn't worry about, um, big town crime like I probably did some stupid stuff because I was like nothing can happen to me here like it's yeah. safe and mm -hmm. um, it just it was such a small quaint college town and you know we didn't have Chick-fil-a we didn't have Starbucks like it was <laughs> it was so different than it is now but that yeah. was part of its charm to me yeah yeah I, when I, I when I first got there so I remember I when I got there it was like one of the first nights I got there and just driving through and I'm just like, oh my God, everything like it, not that it felt on top of you, but everything's so close together. Like everything's, I mean, small town, like everything's really compact, but not like you would expect like in Houston or Austin where like in a big city where everything's just on top of each other, there's still space, but which made it easier to get around. That was the thing I, I, that just sticks out to me was you had North street and you had university two streets. That's all you had. These two streets, they're parallel to each other. But then you had the little hidden gem of Pearl Street right behind North Street with no lights, usually no cops. <laughs> and that's how you could get up and down the same street. It maybe take you a little bit longer because all the stop signs, but you can maybe kind of avoid the main roads. And that always just stuck out to me because that was my way of getting around when I would go out drinking with friends and everything else. It's like, all right, let's, you know, kind of go this back way so we can avoid any cops today. That was that's just always stuck out to me. <laughs> yep. And I just, I always remember the loop too. It was like, you had mm -hmm. these two streets and then if you hit the loop on the North side, you were out of town. You, know, you didn't go <laughs> yes. past Walmart basically. And then yep. you hit the loop on the South side, you were practically in Houston. And so yeah. <laughs> you were just in this little bubble. Yeah. Well, and so, yeah. Okay. So I, I'm glad you brought that up. So when you were at SFA, did, did you work? Did you work while you were at SFA? I worked on campus. Okay, so so I was an RA for a while, and then I was an <laughs> office assistant. So I um I was very much in the college bubble. <laughs> yeah. Now, did you you stayed on campus too? I know you had the apartment, but did you stay on campus as an RA? I did. So I lived on campus. I think for the first year and a or yeah, the first year and a half, and then I moved off campus and got the apartment on North Street. Um, yeah. and then I think I lived one other, yeah, I lived in one other apartment before I pieced out of there. <laughs> what, what dorm did you stay in? So I started in Griffith, I think like the front, mm -hmm. but I, my RA years, my best year was at Steen 
living in the in the towers so yeah so you're you were so i was only in i was in uh, hall or dorm 16 or 14 it was one of the two by the cafeteria i can't remember which one right across from steam uh i was there for one semester because i turned 21 i'm like i'm not living on campus 21 like i need to have beer in my fridge and everything else which i have i have stories about that here in a second too so i so i gotta ask as an ra then at sfa what is probably your do you have a wild story of being an ra Oh, yes. Like <laughs> I do. I mean, first of all, the things that, that I one saw, like, I'm like, girls are just as gross as dudes. Um, no matter what they say, I was probably not the best RA. I helped girls like, Oh, I see your boyfriend in your room, but I don't see him in your room. Um, but I think like the worst story is, um, I, you know, there always were fire alarms in college, like in dorms. Mm -hmm. It's just a thing. Like, you know, I feel someone... like at Steen, it happened a lot. Yes, all the time. And so when they went off, and of course they always go off in the middle of the night, it's just like inevitable. Um, and so you're just kind of, you know, as an RA, you're like, get out. We're just going to mm -hmm. do this again. And that night an alarm went off. I'm not sure what time, but it was definitely in the wee hours. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, everybody out, like, just this drill again, but it, it wasn't an actual fire this time, but oh. a girl had somehow broken off the, the um, what is it, like the sprinkler head in her room, so water was just going everywhere, and like she says that it just fell off, and I'm like, yeah, that, those don't, that doesn't just happen, so cops like had to come, like fire department had to come, like water and it was not on my floor but it was the floor right above me but water was like running down the walls and so it was awful and like people are and that water also is gross by the way just in case you were wondering like when sprinkler heads go off it's not like fresh water it's like bottled up water that's been just waiting yeah it's but it smelled it was terrible so yeah, it was the worst experience and then of course everybody is like my stuff's getting ruined I want to go back in and at that point, I did not want to be an RA because I was like, I want to go back in and get my stuff too. I know, right? Um, so yeah, that is like the worst memory I have of being an RA um, yeah. and just the fallout after that. It, ugh, ugh. <laughs> For the life of me, I can't remember my RA. But again, I turned 21 like three weeks after we got to school and they were like, it has to be within the first week before you can live off campus. I didn't have the credits to live off campus. So anyways, I was out and about and I remember coming back to my room and I had a 12 pack of beer in my backpack. I mean, you can see the square. I mean, it was clear as day, but I was like, okay, hopefully people think it's binders. <laughs> Nobody knows me here. They don't know. I don't go to the library. I don't it's do hard. that. Shit. I have so many textbooks. Exactly. I just, it's just textbooks guys. I swear. And so I'm walking and I remember seeing him. So he's like, obviously, you know, they're all like right on the corner and my room is maybe like four down, four down from him. And he opens his door. He's like, Oh, Hey Ryan. And I mean, this, I mean, it was probably like 11 o'clock at night. I mean, it wasn't like it was early. He goes, hey, what's going on? It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I was just studying. And he gives me this look. He just goes, and he didn't say anything. He just looks at me. And he knew I was 21. He knew. And he just looks at me and just goes, okay, cool, man. And just walked. I'm like, oh, thank God. Just like, okay, cool. Because I don't have to try to convince this. He's like, come on, man. Just I'll put it back in my car. Okay, fine, whatever. I'm 21. Here's my license. But the funny thing about that. So the next morning, my dumbass roommate sitting there i'm sleeping on the top bunk he takes the bottom you know because i we put the bunk back so we can make more room right and he had like this big mini fridge his was better than mine so we used his so i put all the beer in there and i'm sleeping and it's it's saturday and I, all i hear is what the hell is beer? and he's screaming at the top of his lungs there's beer in the fridge why is there fucking beer in the fridge and he's going off and i'm like half asleep and i'm like wait what in my dream shut 
up. We're going to get caught. I go, because you're screaming. There's beer in the fridge, you idiot. And of course, you know, he gets upset. He's pissed off. And I think he stormed out or something. And then his friend who was in band with him was like three doors down. His roommate didn't show up. Nobody reassigned him. So he had a room to himself. He comes knocking on the, I hear this knock on the door. I open it up. His name is Andre. I was like, hey, what's up, Dre? He goes, hey, man, uh, Elliot. It's like, yeah, Elliot's bitching about you. Have, you, have, you have beer in your fridge? I go, yeah. He goes, can I have one? Fuck yeah, come on. Let's have a beer. Let's have a drink. My new roommate. So for anybody listening, if you go to SFA or went to SFA, I'm sure you all snug beer in. <laughs> yeah, if you didn't, then you were a loser. <laughs> yeah, I, that, which is why I had to get off campus after that semester. So one semester in. So the year you got there is the year I moved into Bonita Creek Apartments, right there by campus, behind the Jack in the Box, which... Can I, I just want to say this, as much as I enjoyed going to SFA, the thing that pissed me off the most, and you brought this up earlier, everything closes at fucking midnight. Everything. Like Whataburger. Except, well, yeah, except for Whataburger, Taco Bell's like till two, and then yeah. you have IHOP. Those are your three yeah, options. You're right. Any place of fun closed at midnight. But the first night I was in SFA, I was like, I, I'm a Jack in a Box lover. I love, I get there two tacos. I get like four of them. I get some curly fries. I'm good, right? That's my drunken food or my late night snack. So I remember driving to the Jack in a Box. It maybe was 1030 or 1130 at night, 11 PM, whatever it was. And there's like, and I'm, I pull up and nobody say anything. I'm like, okay, it's kind of dark. I drive around and I see they close at 1030. I lost it. I go, if I would have known this, I never would have came to SFA just because the Jack in a Box closing early. It's so I mean, bad. Tragedy. Where am so I supposed to get my egg rolls? <laughs> yeah, so I learned very quickly, like, don't go there. But then, of course, everybody went to Whataburger, though. So the yeah. line was, like, all the way into the street every time. I feel like you went to the bar, and then Whataburger was the after party. Like, mm -hmm. everyone was in there. Like, they were either in the drive through line or inside. And, like, yeah. you would just see people, like, drunk and head down. Yeah. Like... <laughs> It was, I, I am sure that they had the weirdest shift schedule. Like, no, we're not kidding. We have to stack up the line at yeah. midnight. And like Waterburger corporate was probably like, no, you don't. You're lying. And they're like, no, we do. your numbers. I'm telling you right now from 1030 to 1 a.m. is our busiest hour <laughs> or a couple hours. Like it's insane. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then I remember one time they... I don't even know if they do this anymore, but I remember one time. So my best friends, BJ and Tune live with me. You, you know them. Mm -hmm. um, and me and BJ are driving. And all of a sudden he's like, pull in a Whataburger. I was like, what the fuck? Okay. And I pull in. He goes, look at the sign. 99 cent taquitos with cheese. I remember Ooh. they had a deal. Jackpot. And we flew in there and we ordered like 15 of them. <laughs> we ordered like 15 taquitos. I don't think that special ran very long because I feel like they ran out. Because I'll, I'll never forget that. 99 cent taquitos with cheese not without but with cheese it was insane so. they knew their audience for sure oh yeah and then of course you had ihop ihop i think was the other one too ihop jesus christ i can't re recall how many drunken nights i've had at ihop yeah see i i never felt comfortable enough to do a drunken night at ihop but i was usually crawling in there at about 10 a.m on a cent like sunday or saturday morning <laughs> like in my pajamas going yeah. <laughs> and eat a big breakfast <laughs> just give me something greasy i don't care what it is yeah just didn't care just needed something and i when i moved into my apartment i actually lived very close to ihop so it was yeah. even easier to mm -hmm. crawl literally into ihop have my breakfast and then go back to bed. 
Because your your apartment was near the bowling alley too, right? The bowling yeah, alley and I the theater. Right across from the bowling alley. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. See, because so and that brings me to my next question then, because so my play, so obviously flashbacks was I think everybody loved flashbacks. Yes. Which R.I.P. Well, no, no, they brought it back. They did. They brought, the, they brought the name back. I think everybody kept calling it flashbacks so much that I think the owner, I read something or heard something that he changed it back to flashbacks. Like it's still like Smart his, man. but he brought the name back. Thank God. <laughs> but, you know, you had big ass glass night where, you know, every Wednesday night it was a dollar. And then I remember I dropped out, went back to college. It was like a dollar 50. I was like, this is bullshit. 50 more cents. But <laughs> still a dollar 50. Um, so for me, though, Headliners was my bar because that was more of a bar. Yes, it's attached to a bowling alley for those of y'all that don't know. <laughs> but that was my place. You know, that I loved going there because it felt like a real bar. For me, going to a bar, not a restaurant, is like that was my thing. So what was your place of like, if it was a Friday night or, you know, Saturday where things stay open till one <laughs> in Nacogdoches, they're fancy. Where would you find Tammy in mm -hmm. SFA on a weekend? So initially it would be jitterbugs <laughs> um, before jitterbugs went away, but yep. I loved jitterbugs. Like I was a staple there. And then I think when Jitterbugs went away, I was a lumberyard girl. Mm. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. Two very old places that are no longer there. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm telling you, I, it dates yeah. me and like the town is not the town that was our town. No, it's not. It, it, it's definitely not. I know Annex isn't there anymore. A while back, uh, I remember driving through and I, I was like, oh, it's not there. Maybe it's something else, but it's not Annex anymore. I was like, oh my God sucks but not that i went there but i was like that still sucks you know it was a place to go to and then bullfrogs isn't bullfrogs it's now frogs you know like they took away the bullfrog like the bull out of it i think it's just frogs now but yeah lumberyard so lumberyard was a three-tier uh club I, I only went there once and that was that was a crazy night to begin with <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it was all my stories uh but yeah so that because i remember what it was dancing on the first floor yep then i think third floor i know they had like a pool table at the very top I don't know yeah, the and then second floor was like lounge area, like oh, okay. or couchy type things. And so, yeah, you had you had the dance floor and the big bar at the bottom, and then the second floor was kind of that lounge, and there was a like a baby bar, I'd call it, but like just like a little stand up. That's and then right. the third floor was like kind of where the I called it where the dudes hung out because <laughs> yeah. um, it was like the pool table, and there wasn't I think a bigger bar up there. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, that's right. There was a bar up there. And well, here's the thing. I can tell you why dudes were up there because it's a club and how do women dress when they go to clubs <laughs> and you're on the third floor, all the women are on the first floor. What are you going to do? Yeah. yeah. It makes oh, sense. Hey. Vantage <laughs> point. I, that's, I mean, College I are not as dumb as you think they are. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not gonna lie. I, I know I did it too. Cause I, I went up there and I, I see all my buddies like hey, looking over the room. I'm like the hell y'all do. Oh, that's what okay that's what you're doing nice <laughs> but I'm, I'm glad you brought up jitterbugs because i feel like if anybody listens to this that you always hear about jitterbugs if but if you never obviously if you never went there you don't know because it just it, they never rebuilt it. it i never saw anything remotely close to it oh no but i remember my first like couple weeks there my my friend she brought me over with her friends we're like hey we're going to jitterbugs i went i'm sorry we're going where <laughs> And she goes, we're going to Jitterbugs. You mean Jitterbugs? Like we're in East Texas, Jitterbugs. Like what kind of place is this? Like, oh, it's a it's a club, uh, you know, with, uh, you know, and everything else. It's, I go, I'm guessing a country club. Like, oh, no, they, they play rap music too. I went, okay. 
So I remember getting there and segregation was big there. Not, not, not on purpose, obviously, but you had your Cowboys on one side, you had your hip hoppers on the other side. And when the hip hop music came out, your hip hoppers are hitting that big ass dance floor. The majority of your country people are leaving. And then you have your country people that are trying to dance to hip hop, which was hilarious. <laughs> and then vice versa, you know, it just, it never failed. I mean, it, that's what my recollection, obviously you live there. Am I correct in that assessment? Yeah, you're pretty correct. It was definitely very segregated. Yeah, there was always like the later the night went on, mm-hmm. the more in- intermingling you saw, but it was yeah. hilarious to see <laughs> a dude in a cowboy hat and like his tight jeans and his belt buckle and his boots and he's out there like to the window. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I remember they played Bombs Over Baghdad from Outcast, and I was like, oh, okay, I- I'm into the, and I just remember the entire place lost their shit you gotta think this is in fall of 02 this so this is only a year after 9 11 and i mean i've never seen so many people flood a dance floor to just party out and yeah. i was like that's cool that's cool i think that was the only time i ever went to jerry Pox. i went there one time and it made a big impression i'm like oh my god it's not my scene i'm not a not the big country guy i'm just like <laughs> saying, take me to the bar let me drink i'll hang out maybe i'll dance if you get enough liquid courage in me but <laughs> well um, jitterbugs was the place because the mm-hmm. other thing that I loved about Jitterbugs was the adios. So I guess I'm allowed to say the adios motherfucker drink. Um, there you fucking cuss on this podcast. <laughs> sorry, bad co-host. <laughs> but no. As the host is dropping drink. F-bombs left and right. Oh, those drinks were so good and so dangerous. And I, I loved it because you could also go there before you were 21. So it was one of mm-hmm. the places in, in NAC that you could go at 18. Yeah. But. I went with all of my sorority sisters. And so of course I would get the 21 year olds to buy these drinks. And then we would take them in the bathroom and like chug them in a bathroom stall oh, yeah. and then come out. So one, you should not chug those drinks in general. You should not you have should. more than one um, when you are under 20. Well, you shouldn't drink mm-hmm. when you're 21 general, but yeah. um, <laughs> you would get so, so drunk. Um, and so- I'm glad you brought up the the AMFs, you know, the audios motherfuckers, because my first experience was at flashbacks. Somebody goes, oh, you want an audios? I'm like, what the fuck's an audios? And so they bring it, and I'm like, oh, it's like, it looks like blue Gatorade, and they're and they're giggling their ass off. It's a shot, though. It's not the drink. It's the shot. Uh, I remember I took it. I was like, man, that tastes amazing. I go, I'll take another one. And they're like, okay. And so I take another one. I think I had three within an hour. Ooh, and yeah. next thing audios. I know, I'm done. Well, here's the thing. I know I wasn't driving that night either, so whoever I rode with, I don't even remember who it was. And <laughs> I was like, Oh my God, I was so fucked up. I was like, Holy shit. Like that is dangerous. So I remember I went back a couple weeks later, months later, I was like, okay, I'm gonna get an adios again, but I'm only going to have one. Didn't think that I thought if you say adios, they're gonna give it to you a shot. Oh no, he gave me the drink. So once again, I'm like, well, I got the big ass drink. I drink it, got fucked up. Didn't mean to get fucked up. I just wanted to have one shot and that was it. But he gave it to me. And I was like, I'm not going to send it back. That's just rude. It's good. It can't be that bad. It'll be fine. Yeah, I didn't learn my lesson. So. Yeah. No, they're deliciously audios. dangerous. <laughs> I love me some adios, motherfucker. Those are, that, it's probably my favorite. Like, I'm not a shot guy, but that is one of my favorite shots to ever take. So. Yeah, agreed. I'm glad you brought up, though, your sorority. Because you were in a sorority. I was. I, I got a story about how a, a fraternity tried to get me in there fraternity but we're going to talk about you first in this sorority so what sorority were you in 
So I was in Sigma Kappa Omega. So we were actually a local sorority um, that was founded at SFA. So a couple of years before I got there. Um, So it was really cool because it wasn't part of the Panhellenic, like kind of Mm -hmm. overarching. We were in the independent sorority category. And I think it was a really cool experience for me because it was, they were my friends. And even as I grew at SFA and like, I became the president and then, um, you know, all of that, like we recruited people who were our friends. And so it really became a, a very tight knit, um, group. And I, not to say anything that other sororities are not like that. Um, you know, I'm sure they all have great friends and great relationships, but we were small enough and were able to like get to know each other so well. And, um, it was also just cheaper. Yeah. Well, I remember, so I remember when we met and we started seeing each other, I remember you brought that up and the way you explained it, I thought that doesn't sound like a typical sorority. Like it didn't sound like your typical, just what you hear or what you see the way you described it. And just like you said, you, so y'all were more small. Y'all weren't we as like were. just massive. Not that y'all but, didn't have fun, but. Yeah. We had like 25 people. I think when I left, mm-hmm. um, so 25 members, um, it's grown so much now though. Like I am a, I just have to give a shout out because after I left, like they, they grew it hugely. Um, there's actually like an independent Greek council now at SFA that they're a part of. They have chapters at Sam Houston. They have a chapter at U of H. So, um, it is, it is not the independent kind of local sorority it was. So shout out to all the girls that uh, came after me. So what you're saying is you're an OG is what I'm hearing. You're yeah. an OG. That's good to know. Okay. Yeah, because my experience, and again, this is before you got, well, maybe, no, because you got there in 03. So actually, yeah, this was after you got there. Um, so I worked at Pizza Hut over off university, you know, so I was a delivery guy. I cooked pizzas. And when I first started there, pretty much every dude that was in that job with me w- was a fight out. They were a fight out. And so I'm still kind of meeting people. The, the few people I knew when I got there had left. And so my best friend Toon was there, but it was just me and him. And he was always back and forth between going home and stuff. And so I was like, all right, well, so I started hanging out with them a lot more. And of course, you know, in fraternities, you know, and I, I don't, I don't brag. I don't, I feel like I'm good at conversating with people and making friends. You know, I think I can make friends with anybody. And so of course that's what I'm doing at work. You know, I'm, I'm trying to have fun where I, where I'm at. And I remember going to an apartment and uh, what was his name? Keegan. His name was Keegan. I can't remember his radio name because he was in the radio class with me. I remember that can't remember but all i know is <laughs> we go to his house and he's trying to recruit me hardcore come on you need to join us you need to join us i'm like nah it's not my thing because when i was at home my friends were in the uh, sigma nu fraternity at u of h and i saw how they treated your new people and i don't even like my own mother telling me what to do so a complete stranger i'm probably gonna tell them to go fuck themselves um you're gonna be my beer bitch it's not happening. <laughs> so, but it's a brotherhood. I get that, but I can still be your brother without being in the brotherhood. Um, so anyways, I just remember he kept recruiting, recruiting, recruiting. And I was always just saying, no, 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 you know? And then one day I should have seen it coming. I don't know why I didn't. All of a sudden I get introduced to somebody. Next thing I know, I don't, <laughs> I don't want to go too much into this because I'm not gonna give detail, but I had fun with this person late at night. And it was one of those things, and I was safe. It wasn't like, no, we, the, the per, protection was there, and I don't mean a gun. Um, and so, <laughs> Jesus Christ, I can't believe I'm sharing this story. 
but it was one of those things where I didn't realize what was happening until, cause this was at his apartment when this happened. So then we go to the fight out house, which was like the only fraternity on sorority row, I think it's called or whatever, like all the sorority houses. And you had one fraternity house and that's the fight out house. So we're sitting there and I still don't know a lot of people, but I'm hanging out with some people I see. And I see her like in the distance in the background. I'm like, Oh, that's, I think that's so-and-so. And I had her number at the time. So I, I, I text her, I call her. And I, and I'm like, okay, maybe it's not her. I see her pick up the phone and she just went, mm, no. And I went, Oh, I was like, okay. I mean, I don't think I was that bad, but maybe that's not it. I was like, okay, maybe that is it. And then I realized, Oh, wait a minute. I forgot. She's in a sorority. That's their sister. I guess they partner or whatever. And I went, Oh, cause then not too long later that night, Mr. Keegan comes up to me. He was like, so you can join the Fidel's. I go still no. <laughs> <laughs> like I guess he assumed I don't know but yeah so that yeah I don't know that's my experience with a fraternity I love the guys they were all great I still hung out with them um but yeah <laughs> that's just yeah I don't know why I shared that but I just decided to that's a good one I feel like that was kind of cool like about SFA too like there was definitely a, a Greek population but I think like they they wanted you to join but you didn't if you didn't join you weren't like you can't be friends with us. Yeah, exactly. Cause I know, cause I saw him all the time, you know, I worked with radio class with me as well. And so I remember I had, uh, so for those of you, you're thinking the radio class, so we kind of talked about this. We didn't go into this. So we both were in a radio class. There's a radio station on campus called 90 or KSAU 90.1. Sorry, I did that wrong. Yeah. KSAU 90.1. So you got to do your radio voice. <laughs> That's my radio voice, I guess. And so when you have these different shifts and then you have like what it's like jazz and then you have modern, you have different shifts, different music throughout the day. Well, then you have your night rock, which is at starts at 10 PM. It ends at 2 AM. And I remember he had the, I think the 10 to midnight shift. And I came in at the midnight to two shift because I didn't have class the next day or something. And so you have to bang on the wall to, for people to let you in because the doors locked, you know, we don't have keys. They're not going to give us keys just to walk in. This is also another one of those things where not safe. Like oh, there was no window. You didn't know who was banging. You just, if someone was banging, you came mm -hmm. and let them in. Well, because the assumption was like, the only people that know to bang are the people that are supposed to be there DJing, but people talk. Like, oh yeah, I got to bang on the wall. Oh, okay, let's just go bang on the wall, which I, I've heard stories about people doing that and then they get robbed. Yeah. Now this was after a girl Ryan. who did the 12 to two shift before. I don't know why I didn't think there was something wrong with that. Yeah. Well, cause I, well, I think cause back then we didn't have all that information like we have today. You know, we didn't have these cell phones and the internet. Like it, we didn't have, I mean, Google was Google, but Google wasn't Google yet. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's, true. Uh, that's just my assumption on it. But, um, but yeah, I so I just remember, story. sorry, I <laughs> know you're good. Uh, but I just remember like, he was always cool. You know, he always talked to me. And then one time he had a six pack of beer in the radio booth with him. And as I'm coming, he's like, want a beer? I was like, yeah, sure. He goes, all right, cool, man. Hey, we're going to be at the apartment tonight. Come over after your shift. I'm like, get over at two. He goes, we'll be there till five. I was like, all right. And so I went over there and we drank and yeah. So yeah, like you said, so yeah, I agree with you. Like there was pressure, but it wasn't like this certain pressure you would expect because I think, like you said, it was a small town feel. Now at U of H, different story. Like I hung out there and I didn't even go there and they're up my ass about, you need to come here and just do this. And we're going to do, I'm like, no, man, I know. Hell no. And these are my friends, people I've known my whole life trying to get me to do this. So yeah. <laughs> oh, sorority life. I feel like it's a lot of fun. 
Um, so, okay. So we, we talked about being in the radio station. So I, I got to hear your, what, what was your, what's, where's your radio voice, Tammy? Let me, let me hear your KSAU radio voice. Oh, let me tap back in. Ah. You're listening to your East Texas alternative KSAU 90.1. I'm Tammy here with you from 12 till two tonight. So sit back, hear some jams. And if you know something you want to hear, you know what to do. Pick up the phone and give me a call. Now Nailed we're going to go into some yellow card. <laughs> Look at that. Nailed it. It's like riding a bike. Nailed <laughs> it. I'm going to edit in thunderous applause, applause, applause. That was good. That was good. <laughs> that was better than mine. I just said KSU 90.1. We're done. <laughs> because uh, if you had the jazz shift. Oh. So for those of y'all, jazz was always in the morning. Started, I think, at 10 till 2 or 10 to, or no. Eight, I think it was eight till it was early because I did not want that shift. <laughs> so I remember I did. So I did a midnight to two shift and then I'd come right back and do an eight to 10 shift because I think I had a class at one point or something like that because I, I remember you had to have a certain number of shifts and I wanted to knock them out quickly and just be done with them. And so I remember I think I did back to backers, which everybody's like, you're crazy. And then all they're doing is bitching the rest of the week. I'm like, I'm, I've been done since Tuesday. You know, I'm done for the week. And um but I just remember the first time I did jazz, I'm looking, I'm like, I don't even have these. Okay. Oh, like that's a 20 minute song done. He would put on a 20 minute song and just let it run <laughs> the whole time. You didn't yeah. care. Go to the other room, get on the computer. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. So the reason I'm, I'm bringing this up too, because I, I'm going to bring this up. You and I talk about this all the time. We were hanging out and you were like, what time is it? I'm like, Oh, it's like 1145 shit. I'm late for my shift. <laughs> And you take off. And luckily, my apartment was literally by the campus and where the radio station was. So I just remember you take off. And so I remember I turned it on. I was like, all right, I'll listen to you. Um, And you had your two friends. And it was your very last shift ever. Yeah. And y'all, I mean, you're supposed to play music. And you're like, nope, we're doing like a talk show today. Talk about that. I don't even know how the idea happened or how it got to that point, but it was, it was my last radio shift of my college career, actually last radio shift of my radio career. So, um, but yeah, and I was like, you know what, where it's 10 to, or yeah, it was midnight to two. I was like, our teacher is definitely not listening because it's midnight to two. Don't, no matter, Miss Williford, if you ever hear this, and <laughs> Sorry, you, like, I love you to death. You were one of my favorite teachers. But you were so full of it. Every time you're like, I'm always listening. It is 1 a.m., Ms. Williford. You got to be in class at 7. I know for a fact you're not listening right now. <laughs> I know. It took, I used to be very scared of it. And it took me maybe two shifts. And I was like, she is not listening to this. No. So, yeah, we. Um, I can't even remember who it was. It was Jerron, I think, and another person. And we put them, yeah, we put them in the, the second booth. And then we just turned on the mics. And we basically had a two-hour like reminiscing about Mm -hmm. like kind of probably like this podcast yeah Um, but we did we talked about our favorite things about college we talked about our favorite bars we Mm -hmm. just talked and I think people called in we were like if you want to call us you can we'll put you on the radio (laughs) um but yeah it was it was such a great way to go out um it was it was fun and I'm sure anybody listening was like this is boring but (laughs) We had a great time. time. <laughs> of course, then again, I mean, I, you know, you and I were, kind of, we were like dating at times. Like, I'm going to listen. 
whatever i'm up anyways did you call in that night i can't even I, remember I prob- no i think i texted you or something because yeah. that was when texting was around it wasn't like what it is today but i think i i shot you a text going haha funny or hey that's funny oh you, well, you should talk about this or something because i don't think i called in i think i was just texting you like random shit i don't remember <laughs> probably um, costing me 10 cents a text each time <laughs> whoops my fault <laughs> well you know hey now we're limited so to, uh, <laughs> hey limited texting uh, but yeah, that, that I just, I remember that night of just like, we were, and you were just like, shit, I gotta go. And then I just remember listening. I'm like, are they just talking? I'm like, okay, this should be entertaining. Let's see what they got to say. You know, and yeah. I'll talk about some random stuff. I remember that. And so <laughs> but I know I can't even remember. It was wherever the wind took us. Mm-hmm. That's right. See, I made my own CDs for night rock. I remember I didn't like what we had half the time. So I remember I burned a CD and that was where that was my test. I was like, okay, she claims she's listening. Let's find out. Okay, I'm going to throw on. It's not, and I made sure there was no curse words, obviously. I took all that out. Um, made sure I found anything edited or like, that I could play. But I remember I made a CD that was an hour and a half long and literally just put it in, hit play, and sat back and like went into the back room and played on the computer. <laughs> Those were the best. So if anybody listening uh, that still does that, um, you know, you're, I don't think y'all have to do CDs anymore. I think they finally did digital, I think there, um, which I mean, it's probably long overdue. Cause I remember we were doing it going, everybody else is digital. Why the hell do we have CDs? I was thinking just same thing. I'm like, I think we shouldn't even have been doing CDs. Cause mm-hmm. I did do like a hot second internship at a real radio station. And I was like, what is all of this digital stuff? Like, where's the CD case? Yeah. They were like you, is this what they're teaching in college? <laughs> yeah. Cause I, uh, I interned at KJ 103. That was literally down the road uh, when it was still there. It was a country station. And I remember it was the coolest thing because it had this little computer. It said, here is your lead up time. This is amazing. Like I know how much time I have to talk over a song before I step on the lyrics, you know, or uh, as the Rod Ryan show that I listen to here in the morning says, hit the post, you know, you got to hit the post. Yeah. Is what they, some radio terms for you guys right there. And um, I just remember seeing that going, this is the coolest thing ever. <laughs> like, why don't I have this down the road at this old ass station? But I know, I know but, they were teaching us no valuable radio skills. No, they weren't, <laughs> but I, I still appreciate that. Cause I'm still an old school guy. So it's still, I mean, don't get me wrong. The digital would have been a lot better but it was still nice. It was still fun. You know, like I still have CDs in my car actually. <laughs> so I can't say anything. I still I have enjoy being a, being a radio DJ. That's right. You know, it's, you know, you, you, you always have the voice. So you just pulled it off, like riding a bike and you haven't done it in how long it's been forever. And uh, just a few years. Yeah. No just, yeah, just a little while. And then bam, there you go. You're, you're into it, which, um, which, so the thing I, I love too, is you never know who, like when you meet certain people, what that will turn into. Right. I say this, you know, and I, and I, sh- I don't know if I ever shared this with you, but I know I've shared this with other people. When we both work for mattress firm. So they're a fun fact. We both work for mattress firm. I found out about mattress firm because of Tammy. Um, well, not that I found out, but I f- was about to apply there. Saw she worked there anyways. But if I never had met Tammy at SFA, I never would have probably worked at mattress firm. Cause I wouldn't have known you. I wouldn't have, you know, called in and tried to find out. I probably wouldn't have like done my interview or anything. Cause it was sales. I didn't want to do sales which means I never would have, you know, met my wife, which means I probably would never have my kids today. That's how I think, you know, I'm like, man, it's weird to think 16 years ago, that little crush turned into a life-changing event, not then, but years later, because like you said, we went our separate ways. You went to North Carolina for Mm -hmm. a while. And I remember we would always, you know, chat through social media, commenting, saying, hi, how are you? Things like that. And then it was, I remember I saw you were moving to Houston. I was like, oh my God, I haven't seen you in what, like eight years. Yeah. I'm about, I just applied for mattress firm. Oh, you work for them. 
what can you tell me? And then it went from there, you know? So that's how I always see it is like certain people you meet in your life will change your life without even realizing until years later. And I, I, I associate that with you. So just so you know, if I had never told you that. (laughs) Thanks. That's like touching to me. I, I wouldn't have my baby girl to like if that because I, I can tell you right now I wouldn't have worked for mattress firm you know because yeah. I didn't want to sell people felt that way unless you like knew someone it's yeah. no one no one thinks like I should go sell mattresses that'd be awesome no it's not so but it, here's the thing you can you can make a lot of money selling mattresses though and I think we all did <laughs> mm-hmm. but uh but yeah so I mean that's uh but and then you know and here's the other thing too and then you go into mattress firm and that's how you met Zach I believe right your husband it's very true. Yeah. So I was going to say same, same kind of ending for me. Like we, you know, our pads crossed in one of those fateful bed talks. Um, and then, yeah, we, so now that's my husband. For people listening, bed talk is a conference that is not a, um, a euphemism or a analogy or any, whatever you want to say. It, it doesn't mean what oh you gosh, think. I never even thought of that. That's so awkward if people don't know. I'm like, not every, cause we know we have, so at any company you have your, your, your company lingo, but mattresses is different because we, you know, you have your bed talks, the bed post. I mean, you have certain bed language order. that could be construed as being very sexual or intimate and maybe inappropriate. And that's not, so not bed a- talks is not what you think it is. It's literally a conference that we named. <laughs> oh, goodness. I have to like rethink how I tell our story now to people who didn't ever work at mattress firm. Uh, no, 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 change, no, don't change it. Cause I, cause now what you can do is you just say it. And then now, you know, look at the reaction. Like, do they go, Oh, okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. That was great. <laughs> sorry, that's, that's the highlight right there. It's like, yeah, we met at bed talks. Uh, not everybody worked for mattress firm. Tammy, that might be listening. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so I, I got some fun questions I want to get to here in a second with you. We talked about this in my new little segment I'm doing this year, but the thing I want to talk about, cause I'm pretty sure you're on this, the SFA group or the Facebook group, excuse me. You know, you went to SFA. If are you on that group? I am on that group. How awesome is that group? Oh my gosh. That group takes me down memory lane all the time. <laughs> and it like, I probably would not remember as many things about college if it wasn't for that group, mm-hmm. but people post stuff all the time. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's, that was me. Or mm-hmm. sometimes I see it. I'm like, I was there when that happened. Yes. Well, like the MTV thing. I remember I was there when that happened, but I remember I thinking, I'm not going to that. Cause why the hell I don't care about that. Whatever, you know? And everybody's like, oh, so awesome. It was the biggest party. I'm like, I probably would have died. It I don't was know. definitely <laughs> a very lot. La- like, I think we had bigger hopes for it in our head than it actually turned out to be because yeah, I, think I did enjoy it. It was fun to go. You know, yeah. it was cool that MTV was in Nacogdoches, mm-hmm. but it was also like in a parking lot, you know, and <laughs> like it was definitely not the, the, you know, party buster that everybody acted like it was going to be. Well, and I think that's where people really learn like, oh, what you see on TV is not necessarily exactly what it is, which we knew because we were learning about that, but you still hope that, okay, maybe it will be like that when you go. So yeah, yeah. you do. You <laughs> but yeah, that group is amazing. And so, uh, so I plan on letting, I'm, I'm going to let on that group know like, Hey, me and my friend, Tammy, we're talking about SFA. If anybody's interested in listening to podcasts and watching. So I, I got to give it love because that's why I think where my nostalgia came in, I'm seeing all these things. And then like, I'll see a post from somebody. I'm like, I think I know them. Did I party <laughs> with them? Did I drink with them? Did my best friend make out with them? Like, I can't remember. You know what I mean? Like, it's one of those where I'm like stalking their Facebook going, I feel like I know this person, but I know I don't, but I feel like I should. 
But we did all feel like we knew everyone there. Mm-hmm. Which, of course, you know, going back, you know, as a recruiter for a mattress firm at the time, you know, I went to SFA a few times. I brought, I remember you came and helped us out on a couple and, did. you know, just, you know, getting there and it's so different now, which it's always going to be like 10 years from now, it's going to be different for the people there now. That's just the way life works. But, but yeah, it's a great, it's a great group. So if anybody's listening to this from SFA and you're not a part of this Facebook group, get on it. It's, it's, it's so much fun. It's some of it's crazy. Some of it's like, I love like, I don't know if anybody's talked about this yet. 99.9% of the time somebody's already mentioned it and it's usually jitterbugs. Yes. <laughs> it's like, it's mentioned. I don't know if anybody's talked about jitterbugs yet, but, and then they get into it. So <laughs> everyone thinks they're the first one. They are. I mean, it's like, come on, man. Like you got to understand this group's been around for a while. Like I'm pretty sure it's been discussed, but I know for a fact it boomed out of nowhere. Like all of a sudden, like I remember somebody going like how we went from X amount of members and it like tripled in the last like month. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. You know? And I think that goes to show like SFA for those of you are like, Oh, SFA middle of nowhere is probably a shit college. No, it's not. It's a lot of fun. Like both of us didn't want to go there. We ended up there and I'm proud to say I went there. Yeah. Wouldn't have changed a thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't have changed a thing either. I mean, hell I had a lot of fun and I, I got a lot more stories in my college days. I'll save that for another show. Cause this is about, Tammy's experience. And then I weave in mine a little bit here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here's our fun questions. Cause I know, I think you got to get going here in a little bit. So bring them so on. Here's my, here's my questions for Tammy. So here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna ask you a couple of questions and then it's going to be you or Zach questions, you and your husband, which one is it? Okay. We're going to get to know you and your hubby. Okay. All right. I know, I feel like I know the answer to this, but I'm going to, but again, people listening are going to know. I might you surprise wanna, you. You don't know. <clears throat> let me get my radio voice. You might not know about Tammy, but you got to find out today. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that sounded really creepy, actually. That was so bad. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Favorite sport? Oh, favorite sport. Um, to watch basketball. Um, I love to watch the Spurs, go Spurs. Which my, I was gonna, my next question was going to say, what's your favorite team? But I knew you were going to get that in there, which is why I'm wearing my Rockets uh, shirt today. I'm wearing Rockets. So, I saw that. so when Tammy moved to Houston, I knew she's been a Spurs fan her whole life. Like she loves the Spurs. She hates when they lose. She's a sore loser when they lose. Okay. She's a sore winner when they win. <laughs> she runs her mouth too. Don't let her fool you. You know, she'll claim like, oh, Okay. But she'll give you that little sassy, like, compliment, like, oh, I'm sorry your team lost, but still at the same time, fuck you, ha ha. Um, <laughs> in the oh, most yeah. elegant way. It's hard to explain. But um, but when she moved to Houston, I remember I, I was like, all right, I'm going to get you into the Astros. You're like, all right, I'm going to get into the Astros. You get to Houston, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to make sure you get the Texans. Okay, cool. I'm going to make sure you get into the Rockets. Not happening. Like, I mean, you want to talk about a stern? She's like, yeah, okay, I like I like Rockets? No. <laughs> like, Yeah. I and look, I'm I love the Texans. Even I don't live in Houston anymore, but I will always root for the Texans. So that is thanks to you. Um, I don't enjoy baseball all that much, but I will root for the Astros. But okay. yeah, no, I will never, <laughs> never change into that Rockets shirt. Uh, that's okay. One of these days, I remember. <laughs> I think one time we were talking about making a bet about like you have to wear like a Rockets shirt if they lost you're like nope I don't even want to risk that like I can't yeah, yeah I was not I, remember, I, I had like, faith in my team but not that much <laughs> well no because I think the Spurs were like on the not on the decline but they were starting to kind of like come down to the level of everybody else they weren't above everybody else you know so they were still great but they just weren't as great as they used to be and you're like can't risk it <laughs> so it. all right you're so I, <laughs> I, I digress all right so favorite ice cream Ooh, 
Mm, that's a really hard one. I think if I ever like just had to go to the store and pick out like my comfort food ice cream, uh, Ben and Jerry's Cherry Garcia Ooh. is everything. Okay. So Ben and Jerry's gets in there. All right. Yeah. What was your favorite place to go at SFA? doesn't have to be a bar. What was your favorite place to go at SFA? Mm, favorite place to go. I mean, it's sad because all I can think about are bars that I, I mean, went. you could say the bar. I just don't want you to think like it's only has to be a bar. <laughs> I know. Well, I'm like, I did other things there. Like I'm sure I did, but I think for me that my favorite place to go, and it was also nostalgia and just, um, I think the memories, but I have to say flashback, like mm -hmm. I skipped many a Wednesday night classes to go to big ass last night. Um, mm -hmm. me and my college roommate, my bestie, like that was our like hangout. So yeah. I think, you know, that, that has to be my answer. Yeah, flashbacks was great because it was every Wednesday night, big ass class night, and then me and my friend Lauren, who uh, you, you met Lauren uh, when mm -hmm. we were at school there, we we partied at her house a lot uh, yeah. with her and her roommates. Um, we had a bowling class the next morning on Thursday at eight a.m. and every day I had to go drive and pick her up, and we're just both like, don't talk to each other, like we're showing up because we so we don't want to fail bowling. <laughs> we don't want to fail. Yeah, bowling. that's a phone in. You can which do ironically it. that year I failed theory of football. So. Um, yes, that mm. happened. That's another story yeah. for another time, which actually I might've talked about on this podcast. I can't remember. Um, okay. What do you like to put on your pizza? Oh, my pizza is pepperoni, mushroom, and black olives. Oh, okay. Okay. Name one item on your bucket list. One item on my bucket list is to visit all 50 States. So, Ooh, cool. and not just like, oh, I had a layover in an airport or I drove <laughs> yeah, through no, no, it, no, no, but no. like, I have to actually like stay somewhere in that state and experience something. Yeah. I think I'm, I'm like halfway there. I'm oh, pretty nice. Close. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I claim I've been to Tennessee, but no, I drove through Tennessee. So technically yeah. So I, I get it. I get it. Okay. Yeah. I know. I was with, um, on one of our, one of my trips, I was with someone who has the same goal. Like I want to visit all the States and like his rule was he just has to put his foot on the ground in that state. So like, I remember we were up in New England somewhere and he was like, you know, I can drive to Vermont in 30 minutes. And he did, he drove, he like put his foot on the ground and then got out and was like, check. And he was like, do you want to come? And I was like, I do want to come because I do want to say I've been to Vermont, but that's not going to count for me. Yeah. Like, no, but like, that, I'm glad that works for you, but I can't just put my foot down. Like, I got to at least pop a squat and do yeah, something. Yeah, you know, eat at a local restaurant. Yeah, you know, go use the bathroom. I don't care, something. Like, I got to I gotta do something. Okay, okay, that's good. I like that. Okay. Uh, okay, What uh, do you have a favorite book you love to read? Or Arthur, either one. Ooh, author, yes. So I, I do love to read books, but I can't read books over and over again. So it's hard to say, like, this is my favorite one forever. But gotcha. um, I love... Um, Sophie Kinsella. So I'm all about chick lit. Like, um, she does the shopaholic series for, for any of my girls out there. Um, I love her. She's a great writer. And then I, the name is now escaping me. And I'm sure if I looked over at my bookshelf, I could find it, but there's a lady who writes a series, um, about a detective called Stephanie Bloom and like, or Stephanie Plum, maybe I think, but you'll know the books. Cause it's like, each one is numbered. So it's like one for the money, two for the this. And she's up to like 27 now. And I've read all of them and I love it. Like okay. she's one of my favorites. So it's so. like, it seems like she does like little series then. Yeah. 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 So it's the same character, but like each one is it's, she's a detective. So it sounds like it's a, what is it? A, a, 
blanket, blanket, blanket. John Kaczynski is playing in John, uh, Jack Ryan. Sounds like oh, the Jack yeah. Ryan things. Like, but I know those are books that Tom Clancy, Tom Clancy, I think is the one that writes those. Yeah. Books. Yeah. This is like way more like she's a bumbling detective. So like <laughs> gotcha. not okay. as there's some, some suspense, more humor. Um, but yeah, okay. I love it. I wish I knew the name because um, I would recommend <laughs> that author to anyone. <laughs> okay. Good to know. What's probably the best advice you've ever received? Ooh. I'm getting deep with you here. I'm like, let's I go. Let, let, let's get, let's get some philo <laughs> philosophy, philosophical. See, philosophical. Let's get in the feels for it's a minute. <laughs> this is airing on Wednesday, but guys, this is Friday. For me. Oh yeah. I have Friday brain already. <laughs> Gosh, best advice ever. Um, I think for me and, and my mom gave it to me, but I think it's been reiterated by people throughout my life. It's like, you know, when, when things happen good, like more bad than anything, it, you could sit and you could stew in it and you could be upset. And my mom used to always tell me like, take your five minutes and then get over it. Like, and I think for me, like, that's just been great advice in anything. Like even wins, like we should always celebrate our wins, but you can't sit on your, you know, you can't sit on the last great thing you did forever. So like yeah. take your five minutes and feel bad, feel sad, feel happy, celebrate. Mm -hmm. And then let's move on to the next thing. I like that. That's some good advice. I like that. What is your, what's probably your favorite SFA memory? <laughs> oh, favorite SFA memory. <laughs> I probably will say um, my, I, I'll go back to my college roommate. So shout out Michelle. Um, that's my girl. Yeah. I used to call her my girl soulmate. Um, we, when we moved into our apartment together, it was our first apartment um so we were so happy like we were on our own living free and like I remember all we wanted to do was all the things we weren't allowed to do when we were living at home so like we would eat ice cream sitting on the kitchen counter together um we would order food from like Chili's you know the only restaurant in town and like sit on the couch and binge watch CSI and just like eat molten lava cakes and yeah. you know oh whatever God, Chili's so has but I think just those memories with her, like doing those things, like in our first apartment and being like, we're so grown up. Like we can, we can sit on the counter if we want to. <laughs> and looking back now, you're like, yeah, we weren't that grown up. <laughs> we were not grown up at all, but I love to think it. But see, I think you're, 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 you're talking like a, a typical college kid, you know, freedom for the first time you get, to, you can do whatever you want without somebody telling you, you can't. So that's good. I like it. All right. So because it's my show, Good, bad, or indifferent. What's your best memory of me? Oh, <laughs> I gotta know. <laughs> um. Oh wow. Does it have to be like SFA time? Uh, no, it, it doesn't have to be SFA. No. Okay. That was only for what three or four months. I like know, that's, I was gonna say. Wrong. Well, I do I feel, feel like there was a Spurs like um, playoff game that we watched together, like at SFA. Yeah. Maybe even championship. That was really fun because I'm pretty yeah. sure it there was a bet and I won. <laughs> Um, but I think, so. I I think in general, like my favorite memory of you, um, is when you were introducing me to Houston sports. Mm, um, yeah. and so I, I got on TV with the rally cap <laughs> as well as, um, you know, do you want more beer? I'll make you famous. But no, those were really fun. Like, I think that, and then even I, this is like multiple memories strung together, but I think like. Houston Texan tailgates, um, yep. you yep. know, year 30 or whatever we learned. Shotgun 30. Yes. Shotgun oh, that's right. I forgot. I introduced you to shotgun. I was like, okay, I'm going to warn you. We're doing shotgun 30. What the hell is that? You shotgun a beer every 30 minutes until kickoff. 
we're gonna do it every 30 minutes we'll probably only do it like two or three times wait what i was <laughs> like, like no i'm not ready for this <laughs> it's seven in the morning it's like i know <laughs> it's what we yeah. do yeah i don't do that anymore i can't do it if i i think i, I did i'm like, like i can't do it anymore, anymore. I'm, I'm too old for this shit i can't do it anymore. yeah agree no, I, yeah, I remember the, uh, yeah, I remember the Spurs, because, yeah, because Robert Ory was on that team, I think, uh, the yeah. year they won, and I remember, because I love Robert Ory, he's my favorite player, and, uh, yeah, so I, I remember that, we were, I don't remember what the bet was, but, yeah, I remember you won, and I was like, yeah, I think I had to say, like, like go Spurs, go, or some shit, and I think you were yeah. Who knows? <laughs> okay, good to know. Sorry, people have shared like, oh, I have these great memories with you. I was like, oh, that's a fun little thing. I need to ask that question. What's your best memory of me? Or bad or indifferent? Doesn't matter what it is. So that's <laughs> yeah, that is a good question. All I right. feel like there's a lot though. I feel like I was like, and this and this and this. Yeah, well, and that's and I, that's what makes me happy to hear because most people will expand. It. It's like, okay, I know I'm doing something right where I'm building good friendships where people are like, okay, I have this, but it led to this, and then of course you have this, and it's like, oh, okay, good to know. <laughs> All right, so now here are the questions. Is it you or Zach? Okay, so your hubby, Zach. Who's the most stubborn? Zach. <laughs> Who has the most patience? Me. <laughs> Who's the funniest? Uh, probably Zach. Okay. Who is more romantic? Sadly, Zach. I apparently am not the most romantic person that's in the not world. Sadly, that's okay that well, he's yeah, romantic. I know, but I feel like the girl is supposed to be like, I'm so sweet and romantic, but he's like way more thoughtful. You're breaking stereotypes, girl. <laughs> like, like that's okay. He's doing the same thing. Guys can be romantic too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who out of you is the best driver? Oh, oh. <laughs> I was gonna say definitely me. But it's actually probably him. Like, okay, okay. Yeah. I, I, I like I, I like the self awareness where you're like, mm, okay, hang on. <laughs> Let me think. I know he's just much more cautious, and he follows rules like you know <laughs> limits and use your blinker and all so that. So that's why y'all left Houston. Fair, okay, because Houston you can't drive like that. <laughs> you got to drive like a crazy motherfucker. <laughs> all right, uh, who's the better cook? Um, Zach. Okay. Okay. Who talks more? <laughs> okay. Hold on. No, I find that hard to believe. I find that I call bullshit. I call bullshit. I find that hard to believe. I'm not I saying do he doesn't talk, talk a lot, lot, but I know you're a chatterbox. I am. I do talk a lot, but I think when we get together, he just, he overshadows me with his talking. Okay. okay. So basically he's one A, you're one B. I got it. So it's not yeah, like, yeah. Okay. Y'all yeah. are still even. Okay. <laughs> Fair we'll enough. call it same Z's. Same Z's. Okay, fair enough. All right, who's the most competitive? Uh, me. <laughs> I was gonna say now that I believe yes. Yes, definitely. All right. Who do you think can sing better? Ooh, is neither of us an option? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it can't be sure. Why not? <laughs> both like to sing and think we can sing, but I'm sure if there was someone listening to us, they would be like, "This is." <laughs> Like being at a tone death concert. Gotcha. Fair enough. All right. And then uh, who who can drink more? Whether it was now or even back in the day, who do you think was the more better drinker? Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, he can probably drink more than me now. I, <laughs> but I think I could definitely give him a run for his money, like in my prime. I was going to say, yeah, I guess I should rephrase that question. Both in your prime, which I mean, I, I, maybe you knew him in his prime, maybe you didn't. But either way, like if y'all were in y'all's prime, who would... Who could outdrink who? That should be yeah. the question. I have a 
think I could definitely win, man. I used to, I used to be a champ. Yeah. <laughs> well, you went to SFA. Of course you were. Like, <laughs> yeah. And I could wake up the next day and, and mm-hmm. you know, be alive. Well, that, that's, that's young age. That's why <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. we're, we're not young anymore. You know, it takes us forever. Exactly. <laughs> All right. And then, uh, this will be my last one. I didn't have it written down, but it popped in my brain. Who wins the Super Bowl? This, uh, who, or sorry, this is going to air after the Super Bowl. So your prediction of who do you think wins the Super Bowl? Oh gosh, this is so sad because I don't even know who's playing in the Super Bowl. <laughs> I th- I know Tom Brady is playing. That, so you're just gonna say Tom Brady? Tom Brady will <laughs> Tom win. Brady win. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm so embarrassed. Oh my god, I'm no, sorry. I didn't even think. Well, because I mean, everybody knows the Super Bowl. I was just like, okay, well, but, no, but, and- but it's been such a weird year. Like I I you know. Like I keep forgetting that the Astros almost made it to the World Series last year because I'm like the, we it just didn't feel like a real season, you know. And then with the yeah. Texans and the Rockets and ba- even basketball, like I watch a Rockets game, I'm like, oh yeah, Rockets are on, and I'm watching yeah. like, okay, they look actually pretty good. Didn't even didn't think even they did because they traded James Harden. So I was like, oh okay, so I know I was gonna say I'm really glad I didn't say football was my favorite sport to watch because you would have totally busted me. Hey, your Spurs, your Spurs look good. Yeah, I think your Spurs yeah. will be fine. Because I think it's cool that you had uh, Becky. I think it's Becky Hammond. She like was like the first woman ever to like head coach a game. Granted, Popovich got his ass thrown out, which you know he doesn't care. Um, yeah. So hopefully, maybe that turns into a head coaching gig for her. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be awesome. Spurs. I think that'd be pretty cool. Like the Spurs. Here's the thing. That's the rival of my Rockets. When I play, when they play the Rockets, I'm like screw the Spurs. But when they're not, I can't not root for them. You know, and everybody's like you're a tram. Like now the Mavericks. Screw the Mavericks because that's Dallas. I hate everything Dallas. San Antonio, it's a small little, it's like that small town that just beat the shit out of everybody and won title after title. All we have is the Spurs. We don't have baseball, football. We just have basketball. You got to give us that. I mean, and even college, I mean, you have UTSA, but even then it's like, okay, like, what is that? Like, I mean, not that, I mean. Pour all of our spirit into the Spurs. Yeah. I mean, SFA does better. They go to the tournament more than UTSA does. So there you go. This is true. Oh my goodness. Okay. So, so Tammy, so before we let you go, cause I know you got to get going here. So, so obviously you went to SFA, you worked at Mattress Firm, you know, we did the radio stuff. So what are you doing now before we go? What, what are you up to nowadays? Yeah. So now I actually work at a tech company. I love it. I, um, we sell software. And so I'm an implementation strategist. I help people make the most out of their software, which is something I never thought I would do, but <laughs> I get to talk to cool customers from all across the country that all work in communications. So I still have that, that little bit of a line in, um, but it's just super awesome to, I I think to be in, in the world of tech um, it's Mm -hmm. so fast moving and changing and, you know, I just, I love it. And uh, that's what I do all day. (laughs) I love your technology. (laughs) That's awesome. Well, good to know. Well, so, so Tammy, I I want to thank you so much for being on the show. I, I, it was great to have you on the fact that you told me you listen and it wasn't like, oh yeah, I listen. like, oh yeah, I listen. Cause you talked about, and you give me examples like, oh shit, she does listen. That's awesome. See, that's being a good friend. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I do. I follow people. Like I've followed many of your past guests, like Sammy. Oh yeah. Um, I followed another one that I completely just forgot as well, but I'm telling you guys. <laughs> yeah, Sammy will help you get out of debt. That's for sure if it ever comes to that. So, or give you advice. Um, but yeah, I want to thank you so much. Uh, it was so cool to have you on. I mean, it's the first time I've seen you since you left Mattress Firm, which was at that little bar and you're like crying your eyes. I'm like, oh no, I'm sorry, I'll see you again. And then I haven't seen you since. And that was- Well, here back. we are. And here we are. We're virtually meeting. See that technology you love so much. So 
Yeah. Um, and <laughs> but uh, for everybody listening or watching, uh, thank you so much. Make sure that you subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. Uh, we're on YouTube. Like I talk about, as you can see, uh, the lovely Tammy uh, here and then, you know, me bumming out with SFA behind me. So go to YouTube, uh, the Gentle Life podcast. Make sure you subscribe, uh, comment, like it, do whatever you like. Um, you know, if you don't, don't. Okay, fine, whatever. <laughs> I, I do this for shits and giggles anyways, but it'd be great if you did. Um, we got a Facebook page, the Gentle Life podcast. Make sure you give that a like. Uh, follow us um, uh, also on Instagram uh, at the underscore Gentile underscore life. Uh, as well so we're on instagram we're on facebook we're on twitter and i'm not a twitter guy i gotta try i just can't it's twitter angers me when i hear everybody bitching about uh, you're bitching on twitter um not doing twitter. anyways everybody have a great rest of your day i hope you have a great week uh thank you for tuning in oh and i forgot to ask you one final question so the 80s movie tournament yes. what's your favorite 80s movie i know we got to go but what's your favorite 80s movie oh my god the breakfast club okay, okay. hands down <laughs> I forgot that was last week's episode, so I should have I should have like led with that. But it was, and I was very invested. I was like, <laughs> "Why are they not throwing vetoes?" Oh, trust me. Oh, it was so much fun. I, I, I'm gonna have to do another one, not an '80s movie, but I plan on doing another one. And vetoes will be used. Um, <laughs> yeah, I might try to get. If it was in person, it'd be a little bit more creative. Um, one podcast I listened to, they said, "Well, in order for you to veto, you have to eat a ghost pepper chip." And Ooh. I was like, oh, that'd be so good. But I was like, oh my God, those would suck at the same time. But anyway, that that's, that's another thing for another day. But everybody have a great rest of your day. Thank you for tuning in. Tammy, again, thank you so much. It's so good to see you. But everybody have a great day, and we'll catch you next time. Thanks.